Welcome to the Lesbo and the Bean universe. Lesbo and the Bean. L-A-T-B. Lat-B. Where mixed martial arts and the UFC get silly. Big silly. Buckle up and move your tray tables to their upright position. And please, somebody shut that baby up. It's time for Lesbo and the Bean. Welcome back. Welcome back. We got a fight-free weekend coming up for y'all, but hey, there's so much going on in the UFC-verse. We got things to break down. We got issues to go over. We are gonna see what's going on in the Twitterverse. But before all that, how have you been since last time we got I'm together? I'm doing all right. I'm trying to work myself into excitement for the Bellator card. McDonald Musasi down the pipeline. That's going to be this Saturday on... Dijon Network, Dijon, Devo, um, some crazy. Wait, that's not the zone. The zone, the zone, the zone. So but it's a it's private D-Z- streaming. I don't know, but it's not yeah. gonna be Paramount. So don't get the, you ain't gonna get those free fights. You're gonna have to pay somewhere for it. I don't know what the is it forty five or sixty bucks. Online? I have no idea. I haven't looked at it either. Oh, it's a pay per view. On the zone. Oh, I didn't know DAZN was a pay-per-view network. Essentially, it's a streaming network, not pay-per-view. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know enough about it. I've heard a lot of people talk about it. I have no interest in educating myself on it yet. I agree with that as well. The last thing I want to do is add another bill. I know. Somebody else reaching into my (laughs) pocket every month. Exactly. But I'm sure there's going to be many highlights coming out over the weekend that there is a couple other fights on that card that are going to be fun, but too much to get into to be able to put any real weight or money into. Look out on the Twitters. We might have something here or there, but it'll be... Did you see on DraftKings, speaking of putting money into, did you see that their scoring's already out for the McGregor fight? All the cards are already... I did see that. And I did see that. My boy, Habib, 8400 You know what? I'm going to do some money in a five-rounder. Mm. <laughs> mm. Unless he gets knocked out. In the first Unless he gets knocked out in the first round. Yeah. But that ain't gonna happen. That ain't gonna happen. There's so many good fights on that. Look at DraftKings. There is action to be had. We told you to save your money for a good fight weekend. We're gonna bring it to you hot like we did last time with our next cast. Being just the prelims, gonna get deep yeah. into those because there is enough prelims so to fill up a show. It is card of the year coming up potentially. And then we're going to have a pay-per-view card main event all on its own for you guys. So be ready for that breakdown. It did tend to work out for us a little bit better. Yeah. Everybody likes it. So since then. Pause right there. See, do you see like how, oh, it's the brown curtain. (laughs) Which, that one? Oh, yeah. See how it looks in the screen? I don't care that it is at all. (laughs) I just thought it was like. Wow, that angle's so far out. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, um. Oh, sorry, everyone. I was like, what is that? Getting the new equipment in here, definitely bringing it to the next level. Lat B, always evolving, (laughs) always bringing it up. So, other news that has gone down. John Jones, as we touched on a little bit, um, ended up getting that October date of his comeback 
and it's not so much who he's going to fight as to what the court proceedings have now uh, been disclosed to the public and how John Snitchin' Bones Jones got a reduced sentence and his management has gone out specifically and even teased saying that, hey, John Jones is going to have a press conference how he's known to do to clear this situation because, you know, John Jones ain't no snitch. But we've seen other fighters choose not to use that clause and get the maximum sentence, which would have been four years for John Jones. What do you think since these revelations have come out? You know how I like to create conspiracy theories? I love it. Uh, what if John Jones is going to sell out Cowboy Cerrone because he talked the whole Jackson Wink fallout. Oh, dead, like throw him under the bus? Yeah. Dang, and that's a good one. And you notice who all of a sudden has a broken arm. Need them steroids for a reason. I did see that. Do you happen to know the cause for Cowboy Cerrone's injury? I have no idea. Neither do I. Probably scared that he probably missed his uh, pee test with USADA and he had to get his arm wrapped up and take a picture on his Instagram to make it look like he was He wasn't bull riding or quiet. I don't really think that. I'm just, you know how I likes to do, create a rumor. So... Sorry to all of our audio listeners. I just, like, remembered, too, that I just am like, hold on, pause that. What is that? <laughs> oh, it's the curtain. Like, you guys didn't even get to see what was going on. Not only that, we have a serenade of a local flock of birds coming by who's just uh, singing all the hits, apparently. I don't know if you can hear that, but he's driving me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're fine. Okay. I think we're good. Like, Whoa. We're Jesus. <laughs> There's explosions in here. So, with all the John Bones Jones, with all the Dana White stuff, how much more does this affect 229? With now, not only this little John side stuff, but I'm more getting into the Khabib's management and what Connor was striking at in that press conference, what Connor was alluding to with, hey, uh, you said it as well. Hey, Noah. Hey, Noah has come out and they've done hey, all of the research. terrorist rat. Connor does his research. We all know this. And those knives, those words cut deep. You know Habib is scheming. Adiz, Adzeladiz. He's like <laughs> says it all out in such a long... He, he wants the media to know exactly who he's talking about so everybody's little Google fingers can get to... Who is Ali Abdeed Adzeladiz? Like... It's so true. With... The international light with all of these like anti-terrorists and nefarious Russian ties, which there was a very educated person on Ariel Hawani talking about uh, the writer for the who broke down all of this, um, all of these claims that Connor is talking about. Connor is talking about people that really can go out and touch you, people that really will show up to your house and be like, hey. Keep my name out of your mouth whenever you're talking. And this writer was even saying, like, hey, Connor does need to watch out about these guys. Like, these are 
world powerful guys that can jump around from country to country. Do you feel like the great Mac himself is in any danger or does he talk about whoever the fuck he wants? I think Connor grew up in a rough way with scary people already. And I think he was involved in fighting in Ireland. I think he probably came across a lot of very shady, very dangerous men. And even just since, I think since the Floyd fight, he's been involved with a guy that everyone's like, this guy's an Irish gangster. He could kill Connor. Like, blah, 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 blah. I don't think he cares at all. And I think Ireland is wherever Connor lives is such a small town that if somebody showed up there that they didn't know and started asking questions or looking about or whatever, I'm sure he'd know about it at this point. I'm sure the king goes where the fuck the king wants. Ooh, more of that mentality. So, he probably has his own security around him at this point. It's, you know, probably the whole thing. And a lot of Russians love Connor. Do they? seems like Putin loves Connor. That's a good point. That's a good point. And breaking... And he had Putin's name all in his mouth the whole time that he was sitting there. Totally. And Habib doesn't... So I don't doesn't... think he's scared of too many... I, I feel like if you're friends with Putin in Russia, you good. You good. The king does what he wants. I know. Connor could be our next president. <laughs> <laughs> You have to be born in America. You gotta be born in America. Right now. Dang. Taking it to the next level. I always thought they were gonna change it for um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, but I'm like, okay, it's gonna be Conor McGregor. Huh. A lot of people say Arnold would have been president if they would have already changed that law. I would agree with that. He took over California and people didn't even care. They were like, I'll vote for Arnold. The Terminator. They did not even care what his policies were. I'll vote for Arnold. <laughs> I totally agree. I'd vote for Arnold. I'd vote for Jesse, too. And now there's even Kane himself in politics. Have you seen any of that? No. Yeah. Kane who? The Undertaker's brother. The one who was burned as a child who was like six, seven monster. With the red hair? Yep. With no, the long I hair over his it. face and the mask. I didn't see it. He is... What party? I want to say he's a Republican, and he, I I follow him on Twitter, at Zoltanite. Follow me if you got it out there, but I can't think of his name. It's like Glenn Jacobs or something like that. I think that's actually what it is. Glenn Jacobs. Glenn Jacobs. The hey, Undertaker's boy. brother. <laughs> Bring it into you live action. Here I'll have me. <laughs> the Undertaker's brother. Still, even when I'm Glenn Johnson, I'm still the Undertaker's brother. What's your best Paul Bear? Um. <laughs> Ooh, Undertaker. <laughs> that's all I got. That's a really good one. That's a really good one. So That's for fucking digging in my brain. <laughs> I totally agree. I couldn't have pulled it out. Definitely. Um, any other MMA talk? We have had a ton of fights getting booked. Bunch of fun ones. We talked about Penn Ryan We didn't a bit. talk about official JJ Bullet, did we? Have we discussed that? I think we did as well. 
Everyone knew it was coming. Everyone you weren't the kind only of one knew, you. but people were giving it hate. Like, don't, don't do it to Iwana. Don't ruin her. I'm like, let her move up. The yes. poor bitch. It's hard for her to make one fifteen. The only way to truly give the belt the respect it deserves is have two, the number one and two, regardless. I agree. In the division it's fighting for the belt, it's probably the most. Um, Legit fight there is at the division for any ever any anytime there's ever been a floater belt just hanging above the match of whoever wins this gets the belt. This might be the most legit match ever. Yep, I totally agree. Like sometimes Especially it's not two people that you're like, oh, what Khabib versus Aya Quinta? This shouldn't be a belt fight. I hate to say it, but that is so true. It's so true. It drives me crazy. I'm just gonna say, just uh, take the belt away. Real estate. Freaking Iaquinta, freaking. He wanted the belt from it's not even a real <laughs> belt. He wanted from a real estate agent. On six day, on three days notice, five days notice. It's just there is points to be had there. At the same time, I feel like I'm seeing a lot of people split on this fight still. Hearing a lot of educated people thinking it's gonna go exactly the way I do, and I hear a lot of educated people. Saying the exact words that I knew were going to become famous after the press conference. Oh, he's going to spark him in the first round. Joe Rogan himself now saying spark. And you're going to hear this now as common terminology that the McGregor bestowed upon his loyal fans. A little slap. He doesn't want to get slapped. A little slap for me. I like when he says that. (laughs) He didn't want to feel my slap. He didn't want a little slap from me. He didn't like to be slapped. I like that. I don't think Khabib does like to. I like he's an amateur. We will see. What about Khabib saying he's the Floyd Mayweather of um, UFC? I don't agree with that. Even though I'm on Khabib's side, I do think that Floyd fought the best competition a few times over where. Again, Habib has fought a lot of people on short notice looking back at his career. To me, it I kinda hate pound for pound because it's just such it's such a crazy task to undertake. Um, but Khabib, this Connor Khabib fight, that is one thing I'll say. And if it was Tony Khabib or Tony Connor, it would put any three of those guys in talks for the, that conversation, in my opinion. In which case I think it does if I'm GSP, because I'm definitely in those talks, it sparks my interest a little bit in going down and fighting one of those guys just for my legacy, like a pound-for-pound pound fight. Do you think that it's... You don't think it necessarily cements either of their legacies in being the pound-for-pound. Pound. If either of them went on to beat GSP, would it? Or you think, now as old GSP, it's too late. I would probably end up saying that if GSP loses. <laughs> but if he wins, then GSP is the greatest of all time. It's kind because of Because beating little... Bisping, are you kind of like... Don't it's you Bisping. think that was the easier fight over Woodley, Bisping? It... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, Easy. and what about this Easy. conversation? Some... Bisping on two weeks' notice after almost dying in there. There's Just throwing that out there. Like, m- rumors that Poirier versus... Nate Diaz is moving to the main event of UFC 230, and now it's going to be for a 165 belt. Let's do it. We've been saying that here at Lab B for days. We to open up this. We've been saying it, and I even saw... I said this how long ago? That months. it was all going to be about a triple belt for them to be able to offer GSP and Connor. If they both... If Connor wins this fight, it's going to be set up for 
One, but two, three, then does it just set up GSP misses his fight altogether? Because I'm, anything is possible. Because of Nate, you know what I think they're doing the Nate Poirier to see what kind of draw is Nate is alone. Right after it, so they can get good number gauge. Yep. So they know if it's worth it to have them fight or GSP. They're gonna because GSP with Bisping only pulled like was it eight hundred thousand or something. Yeah, it was super weak. So. I don't know, just all thoughts. It's all a numbers game, and now it's the entertainment era, and we don't get the fights that we um, need. We get the fights we... Wait. We don't get the fights we want. We get the fights we need. Yeah. I don't know if either of those are true. Forget I don't know if saying. either of those are true. I like it. I like it where it was going. Forget it. <laughs> just a product of this show. Product <laughs> of this show today. <laughs> Off the rails. <laughs> I know every single one of these shows that we don't have a card and we just come in here like flying Speed by the seat fire. of our pants. Spit hot fire. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen. Um, other... <laughs> the curtain's gonna get me. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna see Oz on the other side. <laughs> Who knows? So, other news that has come out that people have been talking about legal issues. The Zufa lawsuit against a couple fighters has been disclosed as well. And Dana White in 2009 and 2010 went from, oh, I made about how much? Um, $350 or $305,000. And then the attorney quote saying, oh, are you sure? Because the books say it was $305 million that you guys got. And Dana White said, oh. Oopsie, awesome. I forgot that comma. He just said, oh, awesome. I don't know about that. Wow. What a discrepancy. And we're talking about fighters not getting paid. I'm just telling you the cut that Dana White and Zufa got. $305 million. And these fighters are worried about insurance and other issues other than just fighting. We got a ways to grow, but this kind of stuff come, needs to come to light. And that's why Project Spearhead needs to be in mind or things like it. Maybe not Project Spearhead, unfortunately, itself, but something along those lines down the way to help protect these fighters and get them what they're worth. There is no fighter that has ever been overpaid that I can think of. Ever. Floyd? Nope. 300 million a fight? Nope. Not overpaid. You're putting your body at risk. Uh, but you are for a lot of things. <laughs> 300 million? I think there has been overpaid fighters. Hell no, I don't think there's been overpaid fighters. In my opinion, there's been a few overpaid fighters. Or maybe, oh, nah, I don't really care. I'm like, some dirty douchebag's getting the money somewhere. At least the guy putting on the line should make a ton here, too. So Exactly. I, and it's surely not UFC fighters that I think of or MMA fighters. And it's so finite. <laughs> Professional fighter, regardless of the profession, is not ever a longevity. You never spend 35 years as a fighter making the big bucks. It is a short time frame other than... Floyd Mayweather, and that's combat sports, not even UFC. But even if you work for 35 years, you're never going to make what Floyd Mayweather makes in any one fight. Very true. So, hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I think there's been, but whatever you can get, whatever, whatever your own self-made worth is. But if you also agree on what your self-made worth, then you wouldn't need a union. You would just go in there and make yourself worth a lot. So have you been able to get your hands (laughs) on any proper 12 I'm not a whiskey drinker. I've read a lot of reviews about it, and I haven't read any bad reviews, honestly. 
What's it going for? Because people I saw on Twitter that were willing to pay high top dollar. Well, they're sold out of it everywhere. everywhere. And everyone wants it for the Connor fight. And um, it's $25 a bottle. Oh, that's where he's just, again, low ticket prices. You got to make it affordable. Yeah, it's so smart. Now and then I want to buy it. And then everyone's like, it's just Bushmills. It's just Bushmills. It's just Bushmills. And I'm like, well, the whole thing is, everyone, to educate you a little bit on whiskey. And I don't know all this right, but I worked with a guy who used to work at a distillery, and he would tell me stuff. And so I'd just occasionally catch. So some part of it, to be considered Irish whiskey, it has to be in a cast in like a certain part of Ireland for like three years and if it's and I could be a little off on all this but it's for a certain amount of time it has to be in these certain casts so when Connor wanted to create this whiskey he actually needed to borrow whiskey from another distillery Mm. why his distillery sits with whiskey in it for this amount of years to become so it's a mix of irish whiskeys and it is bushmills the sister company but i do also believe he has a distillery because people are like it's not he doesn't have a distillery at all it's just bushmills but i don't think that's true i Mm -hmm. think that he's partnered with them somehow and everyone that's bushmills 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 it's still real irish whiskey it's just affordable to the masses Again, entrepreneur, watching the game evolve. This is the other thing. Regardless, why does Connor get so much hate? He's done some good stuff. He's been entertaining as fuck. People are like, he held up the division, he held up the division, he held up the division. The division went on. Fights still happened. Right. If anything, what Connor has done is made other fighters realize their worth. Nate Diaz wasn't a big enough force to do it. Connor has now proven it. Like, everyone now has a standard to say... What did Connor get paid? I know you guys can dish out this money, and it can always be more. It can. UFC is making money hand over fist. We went to the arena. We we know what they're charging. They're making money hand over fist off these guys' backs. It's all about the fight. Yeah, and part of it, though, has to be about the amount of butts you can put in a chair. It has to be somewhat that. And if you are smart enough when you sign your contracts, but it's a risky thing because you got to say, think, okay, I'm going to sign a four fight deal with the UFC. Am I going to be worth enough in four fights that they're going to want to resign me? And are they going to want to resign me for more money than I'm making now? Am I putting butts in seats? Do I have fans? Am I, am I worth it? So I do think it kind of goes both ways a little bit. Like, I do think they have to self-promote themselves a little bit. It is a social media age. If you want to just sit arms folded and not do an Instagram and not do a Twitter and not be accessible to fans, well, then screw you. Well, then, you know, that. I think it's part, you have to do part of the work. You can't expect the UFC to do all of it. Totally agree with that. I do totally agree with that. You have to be as much of a showman outside of the ring as much as in it or cage for a better term. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Um, did you um, hear the rumor that the UFC seriously discussing Yoel Romero versus Alexander Gustafsson at light heavyweight for MSG on 11-3? I have not heard that. And that just seems so out of nowhere. So out of nowhere. But in my opinion, I'd rather see that than Jones versus... I almost feel like they're Whoa. saving Jones on the back burner. They... I, we got to see Jones versus DC at heavyweight. That's all anyone wants to see. And I almost think they want to see that more than Brock Lesnar. Totally. 
I think Jones Lesnar is the fight, but we are not going to see Lesnar. We know that for a fact. Don't you Duty think Brock Lesnar, he if he gets part of the pay-per-view buys, don't yep, you think guaranteed. if he and if he gets to sign his name on the dotted line, don't you think he would rather fight John Jones than Daniel Cormier? Just for the oh, money? I think it'd be John Jones because it would be the it would yeah. be the bigger fight would be John Jones. So why totally would Daniel true. get to decide at all regardless of who's wearing the fucking belt? John Jones has pool. Brock has pool. I think it's that's that, the fight. It's that DC has the belt. I don't think anyone gives a shit about belts anymore. And then DC wants to be out by March, so he would fight the winner of John Jones versus Brock Lesnar if that happened at Madison Square Gardens. Oh, Brock can't happen at Madison Square Gardens. Yeah, because of the six months. Yeah, Brock can't. But John Jones can. He's cleared and cleared, which makes Lusada a big, fat, phony fake, which some people say he's not snitching at all. He's just using that to shorten his sentence. Mm -hmm. He's not going to snitch on anyone, which I believe. I think he's just using it so Asada can still seem like there's some official... But there's even clause that I've seen that say, if at any point in time John Jones doesn't cooperate, they can reinstill everything. I have seen the document that people have put out there. I yeah, feel like but even Jedi if they reinstill everything, isn't that the exact same as every single fighter right now on the roster? If yeah. they don't participate in every single thing, just as Usada says, yep. they're barred from fighting. Yep. So it's the exact... He's just right back into the same thing that's been going on. I can see that, I guess. Yeah. And if you look, DC got tested like 11 times yep. last year. John Jones got tested like two. So... And John Jones is bigger and ready to fight heavyweight yeah. now when DC said he was moving up. I hate to say it, but Luke Thomas, who I hate to say I even listen to, and I don't know why, I should have all okay. Are you guys to, both Marines? I, that's why. I should like the guy. He should be a good guy, but he's one of those guys that he Is Dave Frosty like something sense. Marines say? No. Nope. No. That was him. That was based off of his hair, I think, because he was, uh, he's getting a little, yep, getting a little white in there. But uh, he had a good point of view where he's just like, look at the NBA. They're not knocking their players out. They're not keeping out their best elitist players out of there. He pointed at me? Yeah. Oh, point of view, not point oh. at you. <laughs> the point of view just of the NBA. I... <laughs> <laughs> that uh, they don't care. They're not wanting to get their money makers out of there. So they're going to let everybody play pretty much. And how... That makes them all money. They stay somewhat healthy. The hard thing is that combative sports where it's the head trauma. But if everything comes to it and it's about making the most amount of money in the shortest amount of time, these guys are willing to do whatever they need to. Is it okay for them to just just it be lax, get USADA out of there because we're just seeing potentially the greatest of all time be held up. Over something that everybody still does. And openly people have still said. People are still passing the test. Regularly. People are still passing the test. That are on some sort of substance. That is not legal. Coaches openly say this. It's. It's almost like the. um, Well if you can cheat the system. Then you got the job. You know. (laughs) It's the truth. If you're dumb enough not to pass. 
I just need you to always make sure you pass that drug test for my insurance purposes. And they know you're doing it and we know you're doing it. It's just a big chain of everyone knows everyone else is doing it. But you just have to be smart enough to keep doing it. How expensive do you think it's getting now for these fighters to be able to pass? Um, I think it's just as expensive as probably being able to cheat. I think to get the good shit that doesn't show up is fucking the pricey part. To get the yeah, good that's shit that's saying. in your system in the right amount that's of time. That's what I'm saying. Yep, yep. Yeah, I think that's fucking expensive. I think whatever their tests are, I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't even begin to know. But I think there is a way that the doctors that are working with all these guys and whatever thing that they're using, they know to a T the exact cycle of blood from the time it pumps out of their heart to the time it makes it to their fucking fingertip. Like, I think they know their system so well, they'd know we're going to put it in and then we drain that blood. And by that point, all the, you know, whatever kind of chemicals we put in that blood will be deeper into your muscle tissue. And then we swap out that blood for this blood and that will re-oxygenate and no one will even know you're clean as a system. Get to it. And now you're working out your muscles extra and blah. I think that kind of shit's going on. I think Rocky Four is real life. <laughs> Drago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's like ten times, you know. I totally agree. I think that it's all happening as well. And, and I don't know why, but that makes me think of TJ Dillashaw. Ah, uh, that's who I get in my head nonstop as well. It has to be reverse that they brought person, up. But I just am like, <gasps> like it's. I just see that he would work with the smartest people to make his body at optimum. And it looks like it is. And it's not that he's a cheater. It's that he's a competitor. Yeah, he wants the best Best. version of himself. He wants to know what his body is capable of doing. Yep. And... And if they can heal faster... And and they're like, it makes the non-cheater at risk. Yes, I've seen that argument, and I would say yes. But what about if you it's... knew ahead of time? What about if we both got the blood tests, uh-huh. and then it listed exactly what the other person was on at fight time? Or like a few weeks before, when the contract was signed. Here's what this person's on, here's what this person's on. You can take whatever you want. If, I, if I'm like, yeah, you're on steroids, I still think I can beat your fucking ass. And I think most fighters would. And I know most fighter, and I do know people that are like that, and they can fucking put a whooping on you. And there's a lot of people that do think... We've talked about it, Dan Gable, saying it's a crutch. People on steroids, it's a crutch. As soon as you take it away, they can't do it. But even when they are, they still need the steroids to make them feel good where a mentally strong person without it will be able to overcome that nine times out of ten. So, funny how we keep surrounding ourselves with this USADA talk. It affects us all the way around. It's going to keep affecting us for years. Do you think it's better or worse? In the long haul for the UFC, does a short pain make it better? Or will eventually they just soften it and be like, all right, this didn't work. We done. They made the sale. WME bought it for $4.2 billion. And I remember which somebody, uh, no one's talking about it, and I don't know the exact terms, but wasn't it that... um, Dana only signed on to be on for like five years after sale. Yep. Yes. There was some specific yes. amount of time, everyone, and then what? 
Then he renegotiates. I know. He or are renames. they grooming somebody else? Or are they going to keep Dana? I do mean, they need Dana? Will they sign Connor on to do Dana's job? Oh, shoot. <laughs> Let me conspiracy. Coming at you late in the show. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I think they probably keep Dana close to the chest. And they kind of know what his feel for everything is. Dana's getting freaking paydays. I know that dude somehow has claws where he's getting paid on these pay-per-views as much as he has percentages of these pay-per-view buys and um i think he's embarrassed when stuff like cm punk happens like i do think that embarrassed him even though like everyone punk and everything like that i think he was like shit i wish i did looking back at that i wish i didn't do it even even if the numbers were good yeah there's many things I think they're still going to be I'm not many a huge, I am like, coming in their way. I don't know how I feel about Dana, but whatever. That's for another show. That's for <laughs> another show. Um, Are you going to catch the bare knuckle fight with Johnny Hendricks over the weekend? Maybe the clip later. On the gif, the jif. How do you pronounce it? Gif or jif? Um, gif. I say gif as well. I've heard jif and I'm like, that's peanut butter. Yeah, I don't say it. That's exactly what I think, too. But Jiffy? Isn't that a Mandela effect? I don't know. That's for another podcast. Oh, um, teaser, teaser. Lemon squeeze uh, you. Connor McGregor has Did been it. in Vegas since last week. Final preparations, UFC 229 at the Performance Institute. Had a chance to catch up with his coach, Brett Akimoto. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything too new going on. What else? Anything else? Nothing that I can think of off the top of my head that was absolutely get to. Joe Rogan had a lovely podcast with who was his face freaking. <laughs> I'm thinking Chuck Mendenhall. It's not Teddy Atlas. Teddy Atlas, the trainer, commentator for boxing. They really get into it. I recommend it. It's a good combat. It's Joe Rogan's MMA cast or sports cast, but uh, definitely. Gives you some fun insight into a professional life of combative sports. Anything else left for the fans? Yeah. um, (laughs) Another podcast? (laughs) Send him off to another podcast? No, it was a really good podcast. It was a really good one. Just like in Fight History, there's just so much. He gets some Tyson tips in there. And it's just like, oh. As soon as you get done with Lat B, after you subscribed at Lat B, you definitely need to go give Joe Rogan a subscribe if you've never heard of him before. We know that you're probably living under a rock. <laughs> Maybe not. If you haven't heard of Joe Rogan yeah, at this point, exactly. if you heard of Lat B and not Joe Rogan, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. What the? <laughs> what the? Yeah, you'll fall into like a whole podcast rabbit hole. You got years of listening to And then you can tweet at Joe Rogan, why haven't you had Lat B on yet? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that, by the way, fans. Get it out there. Spam Uh, Joe Rogan. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking for in the UFC universe, and I don't know if there's anything else to chat about. It's all Connor, Connor, Connor. It's the weeks up to 229, and we're already going to give you two shows on that, so there's no need to talk about any of those fights. On to the Sunday preview we go. Yeah. Fun one we're going to have. Ooh, I can't wait. I was looking at the card earlier. Bets all day. I've already started to make bets. I kind of want to 
talk about it because this is where you make your money now that the lines, because the lines move so much. Yeah, we'll say if you uh, have a but, couple tips. Uh, I think I'll leave it for the tweets in between, and Sunday we'll hit it hard. There's a, There'll be enough time, a whole week ahead of time. All right, so stay tuned for the Sunday cast. Thanks for listening, and I don't even know what we're going to call this one. I couldn't tell you. Huh? No idea. Train wreck? <laughs> We've already done one, I think, oh. called that. Uh, Irish whiskey? <laughs> Combat flop? <laughs> Thank you. Let's move the beat! Thanks for listening to Let Be. For all things Lesbo and the Bean, head over to lesboandthebean.com or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.